Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Guest Thursday, and uh, Kathy, we have very special guests, uh, friends of Linda and mine, uh, Kurt and Robin Vermel. Met them in uh, Chicago at uh, a church, Park Community Church, that I took over as senior pastor, and uh, uh, and they were a part of, we'll share this a little bit, but they were part of the genesis of AFJ, All for Jesus, and um, uh, after my time was over at the church, uh, we actually continued teaching through what we called All for Jesus, AFJ. Uh, oh, wow. And we, when we did, uh, the very first thing we did was actually go into Kurt's house, Kurt and Robin's house, and it was completely packed, you know, of, uh, I don't know if you remember that, you know, and then. Uh, it was so uh, fun. Yeah, and then we, <laughs> then we got led to a neighborhood that Kurt actually arranged, a neighborhood church that was, what a privilege that was, that they, they let us go there uh, once a month on a Saturday, and we'd take the day and uh, teach, and it was right down the street from them. And Kurt actually arranged that all of, of a guy that said, yeah, sure, <laughs> you can come. And, uh, and so that was that was fun. So anyway, Kurt and Robin, we just, it's what a thrill for me to have you on. And uh, uh, you guys live, I think uh, you said Wheaton right now, right? Wheaton, yeah. Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you, are you near the campus or? Yeah, it's... we can walk there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's supposed to be a beautiful well, campus too, right? It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. How are you guys? Uh, how are you guys enjoying uh, living there in Wheaton? I think it's fantastic in the sense of safety and and great neighbors. And mm-hmm. we have just God chose this house because where you know we could have been a block over, we would have missed this. And so where we are is is just perfect. So um, and it's it's fun. We we have a, a fire pit right along the sidewalk here and. And people stop and we'll just bring them on in and it's just so uh wonderful here great well you can uh, maybe that'll be uh something you can share about god's will when we get there about how all that occurred because it sounds like uh being in the right place is kind of important right but to have the audience kind of learn a little bit about you why don't you each uh, first share uh how did you each come to know christ in your life well, I, um, I acknowledged Jesus as my savior as a teen, mm-hmm. uh, but I had a lot of questions that plagued me and uh, I, I struggled and I wandered away from the faith. And um, finally, I, you know, through, you know, as God often works through, you know, multiple, uh, you know, it was a message here and it was, it was just different people. and. And really, one of it was um, an old hymn that I was so bored with, just as I am. But it said, the <laughs> I remember verse, that one. <laughs> said, just as I am, though tossed about with many a conflict, many a doubt, fightings and fears within, without a Lamb of God, I come. And I realized that I needed to bring all, I didn't need to figure everything out first and then come to Jesus. Yeah. Oh, that's I good. Come to him. He had 
broad enough shoulders to take all of my questions and my concerns. And, uh, and he really became Lord of my life uh, in, my, in my 30s. And then I think through the, the teaching of abiding, uh, he grew into a trusted friend. Uh, and there's just so much enjoyment. Yeah, we'll, then, we'll, we'll talk about that. Where, when, uh, when you were a teenager, where did you live? Where did you grow up? Uh, in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Ah. Oh, wow. Because yeah, your family still lives there, right? Yeah. 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 Right on Lake Superior, yep. yeah. So do you go you go up there and... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm assuming I'm, I'm assuming you go up in the spring and summer, not, not in the winter. Or do you? Or do you go oh, up? You go up. We the winter is a blast. Oh, it is okay. Have so much snow. They get more snow than Vail. Yeah, I believe it. It's they get tons of snow. It's super fun, and you guys skiers too. Oh yeah, and snowboarders. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh wow, so good for you. Snowboarders. Yeah, I've been on a board for over thirty years, so it's wow. just wow. That's good. Yeah, I was born with one in the in the crib. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Water, so, yeah, yeah, summers are fun. Neat. Well, uh, Kurt, how about you? How did you come to know Christ? In my twenties, um, I was uh, working in Northwest Indiana. Was unhappy with my life, and, uh, and now, by, the, by the way, by the way, where 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 in Northwest Indiana? I was in uh, I was in Munster, right on the on almost in the state line. I was working in the steel industry. Yeah. So well, you, knew, you, you knew I grew up in Valparaiso, right? I did not know that. Wow! I grew up in Valparaiso, well, Indiana, well. Northwest Indiana. You know, right, right there. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I know the, yeah. I know the kind of <laughs> kind of life you grew up in. That's what I did. You know? so, that's pretty. As cool. a metallurgical engineer, you know, I, I go where the, you know, the steel takes me. That's so, it. anyway, um, I, I got the book, uh, "The Road Less Traveled," and after a few starts and stops, I just couldn't put it down. And I, a statement in there got me, convicted me from my unhappiness. For one to be truly happy in this world, one must be dedicated to the absolute truth. Mm. So did a little soul searching and I realized, you know, I don't know this, the truth about this thing called Christianity. So I'm going to go find it out because I, then that way at least I can close the chapter on that this is actually true. So I went out and uh, started to wind up uh, going to Willow Creek because it was a more uh, inviting environment for me, friendly for me, and uh, seeker friendly. And I uh, wound up coming to faith out there, got baptized, and uh, it's been a, a lifelong road to um, to abiding. Yeah. So those are my first steps. Yeah. And when when you that's uh, beautiful. When you got baptized, how old were you then, uh, Kurt? I was, uh, gosh. Late twenties, um, yeah, twenty nine, I think. Okay. Thirty somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah. Now, had you guys met yet at that point? No. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> no. okay. So you you become believers. Uh, uh, now tell us the story of how did you two meet and, and what happened that led you to get married and uh, how did all that work together? Well, we were uh, both going to park and. Um, uh, I had a sailboat and Robin was interested in sailing, but we had some friends who um, we were uh, doing ministry with and Robin was doing okay, ministry. Back, back, up, back up one step. So Park Community Church is a church uh, down in Lincoln Park, uh, Chicago. Mm -hmm. okay. um, so uh, first of all, uh, Kurt, how did you, were you living downtown at that point? Yes, we, we both, I was living in, uh, let's see, um, 
I was in living in Bucktown, as a matter of fact. Okay. How did you get to there? What what led you to get to to Chicago and live in Chicago? What's interesting, before I started at Park, I was living in Germany for two years. And a buddy oh, really? of mine Where? in uh, Dusseldorf. Ich war für zwei Jahre in Dusseldorf gewohnt. Well, yeah. We lived in Wiesbaden <laughs> <we lived laughs> for two years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was great. And a buddy of mine from Chicago was uh, working in uh, Belgium. So he, we would get together every month or two. And then he said, when you go back to Chicago, he said, you need to go to uh, Park because there will be more single women there, Christian women, <laughs> anywhere else on a Sunday morning. And yeah, so it's 80% single at Park. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's- And the av- uh, average age, by the way, was, uh, uh, average age uh, was, was 81% single. Uh, and there was, uh, average age was 31 years old. So it was, it was, it was young. Wow. Uh, when I yeah. when I came and uh, uh, the thought of uh, people, and of course, Kurt, Kurt and Rob are already married, but <laughs> a lot of them weren't. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, no, God wants you to get married, so think about that. So okay, so you're <laughs> so you're going you're going to park, uh, and uh, now Robin, how did you get there? And then you could guys talk about how did you actually meet. <clears throat> you know, I recognize that an hour of positive reinforcement every week was a good thing and church was a way to do that and so i looked in the phone book for uh churches that were by some good restaurants so that we could <laughs> i could go for my girlfriend and i would go for you know we could go for brunch afterwards and we ended up at park now were you working then were you working then yeah yeah i was working um <laughs> in business book publishing okay and uh yeah, and, and I, I mean, I sat down and I thought, oh, my mother's prayers are answered right now. It was really interesting. So we kept, yes. you know, I, I kept, I had a friend who lived nearby. We walked, you know, we'd walk to, to church and grab a bite to eat after and walk home. And then it, it just became a regular part of my life and certainly um, brought me back to, um, to, to faith. So you had a... <laughs> Uh, I can tell you one thing. Park had really nice restaurants around it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, you're there. Well. You're there for the restaurants, and Kurt's Kurt's there because of recommendation. <laughs> how did How did you guys meet? Well, my roommate. I had bought a house in. Um, uh, gosh, it would be it was, it was Roscoe Village. Yeah. And Lakeview, and um, Tom Lai was his name, and Tom was in doing ministry work with Robin, and I see her and things and so i just woke up one morning and i felt like the lord's you know just said you know put you need to call robin and ask her out so I'm like okay i got it, it we probably had been there a few years right yeah yeah, yeah. so you'd seen so each you other. knew each other and hit, were you friends yeah. at that point kind of or just mutual acquaintances mm-hmm. yeah we of? were more like well you know, we, we could say hi and the truth yeah. being she had asked me um, she knew I had a sailboat and she had taken lessons. So she was trying to get out on a boat. Not, she wasn't really interested in me. And she, <laughs> she, she mentioned that. And I said, yeah, I think you should get out on a boat. And I think I walked away. So there, our joke is, well, yeah. um, you know, um, we'll marry and with the name change. So, <laughs> did, you, so it was um, did you keep your sailboat at the uh, Chicago uh, Yacht Club or where'd you keep it? It was at Monroe. Monroe. Montrose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Montrose. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's uh, 
being sailing on Lake Michigan right there is fabulous. That's beautiful. Um, okay, what attracted you to Robin? <clears throat> I mean, from the first date, it was, a, it was such an ordeal to get to the first date, but we couldn't <laughs> stop talking. And Aww. it was, I mean, the night just couldn't end. It was really, um, it, it was intriguing. And, you know, it wasn't, it didn't take us long to realize there was a real neat connection there. So, uh, I mean, everything I was looking for and more was, was there. So it was good. So um, I, I didn't know Kurt that well, but a lot of other women knew him well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was in a small group and I said to some of, you know, my, my, uh, the women in the small group who I knew a couple of them were really good friends with Kurt. And I said, hey, um, Kurt asked me out, what do you think about Kurt? And I didn't realize that it wasn't, it was maybe a few months had gone by, you had just broken up with a mutual friend of theirs, you know? So it was a little bit, they were like, really? A little awkward. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. I, yeah, and, and they said, one of them said, well, he's a little quirky, but he's a good guy. And I said, okay. And so we went on a few dates. I said, I think I know what you mean. And I kind of like the quirks. So mm. that's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a little bit fast and furious then. We were, um, we dated for four months. Uh, Kurt went on a ski trip with Kirk, came home early. We went to a um, marriage class. And then he proposed to me that evening. And, wow. uh, and then we were married four months after that. I took her down to the boat yard where my boat was stored for the winter. And we got up on top of it and uh, I got down on my knee and asked her and then had brought a bottle of champagne. So beautiful. Was, uh, I love yeah. it. How long had you dated when you asked her to marry her? It was uh, uh, just under four months. Mm. So you dated four months, got engaged and got married four months later. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When you knew, you knew. That's it. That's that <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Well, tell us uh, uh, now uh, what you know. What are you doing now uh, with both of your uh, work? Uh, and tell us about your uh, kids, and uh, which is going to we'll come back to the uh, genesis of that at, at our retreat yeah. when they were told by God they're going to have them, and that was going to be that's going to be fun. But how you know? Tell us about your family, yeah. and then kind of work yeah. you're doing. Yeah, so uh, so we had we we you know got started a little bit later, a lot later, um, by Wheaton standards, especially. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, we we had our three kids in our forties, and um, so Lucy is getting ready to go off to college yep. in the fall. She's a senior, huh? and I have a daughter who's a senior as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, the baby of my family is a oh. senior. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting, isn't it? It's, it yeah. is. It really is. An empty nester. I know. <laughs> and then we have Jack, who's 18 months younger, uh, a sophomore, and then um, two years younger is Charlie. So we have uh, we have our three kids, and um, I was home with them for uh, for 11 years. And Kurt traveled a lot during our. Um, during our marriage. And so, yeah, I was home with them and I went back to work um, about seven years ago. I'm, I'm at a Christian book publisher. I uh, am a marketer there. Oh, excellent. She's a, uh, she's so. a big shot. She's a big shot there. So <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Uh, and that's the, and your kids, um, um, 
are they uh your oldest getting ready to think about going to college right or is yeah, yeah. Where, where's she yeah. where's she thinking of going everywhere she's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sent out 13 applications and she's wow she yeah decided, okay so. so she's already got a couple offers and um you know she's um acceptances and, and scholarships so it's she's our academic so we're very excited for her what does she want to study she was going into uh pediatric oncology but she's been working with special needs and so she wants to do the the kind of research in that area and then also have the interaction with the kids to meet so, those two. Yeah. She's doing wow. special education yeah. and she's looking at getting a her undergraduate in, in neuroscience, which I think is really cool. Wow. That's wow. Cool. Oh, she must have a beautiful heart. Oh, she does. She does. Yeah. 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 What kind of work are you doing, Kurt? I uh, am a metallurgical engineer, uh, pyrometallurgical. So I, I deal with high temperature uh, refining of metals predominantly and I am in the job my, my cream de la cream job uh, away from corporate America Michael and I were working together at uh, a big gas company out of Germany and uh, he decided to spin off because he was head of research for this this entity and um, I was actually buying equipment from him to use back here in the states and we got to talking and you know he wanted to expand over here and so um, I'm, I'm in charge of the uh, I'm the sole proprietor for the LLC over here and for North and South America. And so it's um, steel, aluminum, copper, uh, lead, um, uh, smelting. So it's uh, it's just really up my alley and it's it's so much fun. So um, risking it all, if you will, but uh, left the security for the independence and just really enjoying it. Oh, beautiful. That's beautiful. Good for you. Um, and um, uh, Kurt and Robin were, which I'd like them to share a little bit about, is they were at the genesis, uh, Kathy, of uh, Offer Jesus Living Waters. Uh, mm. We had. So this uh, was, was this that initial retreat in this Europe was, this that was they the were sec at? This is the second, the second. one. So okay. we had we had gone through where uh, you know I just invited people over for a uh, uh, vacation <laughs> and really right. to, really to help pay for the the castle. Um, and that's when God gave us that retreat with them and their lives, you know, changed a lot. And then, you know, God said, do it again. And, uh, so our second retreat, um, was Scotland. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, Kurt and Robin, uh, we had met them and they were part of, Linda and I had, um, uh, at park, we were teaching, uh, uh, once a month on a Friday night, uh, called date okay. night, date night. <clears throat> oh, fun. Um, and it was in our condo. We were on, we were on Lakeshore Drive there. They had this mm -hmm. beautiful big room, and Linda would cook for 50 people. Oh, my uh, goodness. Uh, and, you know, and Robin and Kurt came, and, you know, and we said, hey, we're going to do this retreat. We had a bunch of people that wanted to go. Hey, anybody want to go? And Kurt and Robin said, yeah, we'd love to go. <clears throat> so we go to Scotland, um, and we were in this <laughs> fantastic castle. Um, and uh, uh, I don't know if you guys remember the, the woman cook. Oh, I, oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! That um, she was uh, she was from uh, Ireland, and her husband was from Scotland, and uh, and, uh, and we were Americans, you know. And so she she would not only cook, but she I don't know how she did this, but she wound up in our uh, where we're eating, and she kept talking to us, you know, and and she'd be listening to our conversation, um, and she would say, "Wait a second. That's not right, you know. That's nothing but clap, I tell you. It's nothing but clap, you know. And uh, what what a, what a hoot what a hoot that was. Um, so we're 
Oh, we're um, and they they can share a little bit about uh, they really this is where they really learned uh, kind of the depth of abiding and what God said to them there. Uh, but we were just enjoying each other and, and, and driving around. And Lynn and I were already talking about, um, it seems like God is putting this ministry together. And, and the question came up of, I wonder what we should call it. Um, and we're driving around and we're listening to uh, Revival in Belfast. And there's mm-hmm. a song on there that call, it's called All for Jesus. Uh, by the way, it's like 10 minutes long. I mean, so, it, and it was, it was beautiful. <laughs> And we're driving around and we're praying. We're, th- we're talking, discussing. I wonder what we should call it. And Kurt, I remember Kurt's in the back seat. He says, well, why don't you call it all for Jesus? Uh, and it was like, wow, you know what? I think that's right. <laughs> so, uh, and that, that was the genesis of then we did it again and, and uh, continued uh, doing retreats in Europe and, and then around home. And we did all for Jesus in their house. And, uh, you know, the whole ministry really was started then. Uh, and, and now here, uh, Kurt and Robin, by the way, we've got 24 leaders around the world now. Uh, we, have a, we have a whole operation that's, that's developing in Italy uh, and Thailand and uh, doing retreats every, almost every weekend. You know, there's somebody doing a retreat every weekend and we got the online courses. And uh, so that's it, amazing it's, it's what all God happened has from done. Them. But, but one of the things maybe you guys could share uh, as you learned abiding, you you kind of heard something about your family life that was qu- kind of cool, and it actually turned out to be true. So you know, maybe you could share a little bit about that. <clears throat> Boy, um, that's uh, special. Mm. Very, very desperately wanted to have a family, and was frustrated but this trip we were we had tried uh fertility and nothing really worked so we thought we're gonna go and just have a good old time not worry about any of that stuff and so we you know we stopped in ireland on the way over and you know we just enjoyed ourselves you know with you know with some pubs and and just you know really were relaxed and Rich was teaching about cross-referencing, and I, I mean, talking about a novice Christian, I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> so somehow through this, my, the old Bible I had, I was able to um, go, uh, we were looking, I think in Isaiah, and then finding the, the, the I wills. So I went to that one, and the reference was uh, Genesis 48, 15, and 16, where Joseph said, his father to bless his it's two boys and what does that mean and rich helped me understand so that started a process of daily abiding so no matter where i'm at in the world or in what steel mill i'm in <laughs> i will get up a half hour early yeah and I will be- <laughs> my daily connection yeah mm. yeah yeah and as he uh i remember as he spoke that to you that it was like so so he's he's telling us we're gonna have boys you know we have kids you know and yeah um and um uh, you can count on it it's gonna happen absolute you know and <clears throat> i know I, I remember even you uh went back and shared that with some people who said ah you know you can't you can't rely on that um 
and you said no god god spoke it um and uh, and now of course you get to uh, express the beauty of that life of having your family with you and god said i'm going to deliver it to you and and I, I i remember exactly that moment when you know just like now it really struck you that so you're telling me that's what's going to happen <laughs> and you yeah that's going to happen and robin do you have any anything you want to add into that or uh, uh what, oh. you, what you saw there it was funny because we uh when when i was pregnant we we uh you know we found out the gender and they said it's a girl and we said well it's probably wrong because <laughs> i was gonna yeah. ask you if you were surprised that your but oldest we, was a girl we did, yeah we did everything <laughs> neutral in the you know in the nursery. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was a girl we're like oh this is this is wonderful we you know we, we, we <laughs> and then we had two boys after that so uh, you know, just as, as God does, he, um, he is abundant in giving to us. So we have a bonus. Yeah. yeah and I remember even that. then, uh, because of that, you know, it's like, well, wait a minute, it's a girl. And God said, boys, I said, well, he did. And don't worry. Yeah. That's coming too. You know, it's still going to yeah. come, you know, and, uh, he didn't say no. He just said, this is part of what I'm giving you. Don't worry. I'm getting, <laughs> I got another one for you, you know? And, uh, I remember, um, when she was born and, and, uh, as she grew up, um, she was what I call a hoot. <laughs> uh, she was, I mean, is she still that way? Is, is she, she just, she, uh, she is, she could, she can uh, do, do life together. That's cool. Yeah. She lights up a room. And I remember Rich, uh, we got back on a Friday from Scotland, Saturday I'm out in the backyard doing some, uh, yard work and Robin comes out on the deck and she has a pregnancy test. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. So we kept our mouths shut, waited till after the service on, on Sunday, and then we the four of us got together. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Remember, <laughs> jumping up and down, crying yeah. that news. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so exciting. Yeah, I that love great. that. And are you, uh, and one thing you said, Kurt, is that, <clears throat> you know, you, uh, as abiding as a relationship, it's uh, walking with God, but you, you make sure that you have that include the word no matter where you are in the world. And, and um, uh, it's not a matter of, uh, well, I'm too busy. It's that, no, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to spend time with, you know, with God. Describe that to us. What does that look like for you personally, in terms of being in the word, receiving, processing, you know, do you journal at all? What, what, what does that uh, uh, look like for you? <clears throat> what I do is uh, I just finished today. Um, studying every verse with the word love in it mm. and when i started it was um i wanted to understand what does god's love look like yeah so that was just my general thing and i don't get caught up in um you know do i study this one day and then something else the next no really exhaust one word there were 200 and uh no sorry, uh, 200 entries uh, 202 i think in my concordance and you know what wherever i'm at that day that verse will speak to me, but I don't just read one. I, I try to put it in context. And if, if the, like today, I didn't use that to journal the, that particular verse, it led me to the two before it. Mm. So I wrote those out longhand and I do it longhand because I want to really ruminate on it. I want it to be, and I can type quickly, but it's not the same as writing it out. And also think that it's also a legacy to my kids that they could see where it was dead on this day uh, and you know, was his struggles, his victories, and it just connects me. And I, and when I teach, I'm still teaching Sunday school. 
And I, I challenge you guys, one verse a day, try it for a week and come on in. I challenge you, you will be changed. So that's it is, good. It's fun to be able to, to like Zarish would say, give it away. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. How about you, Rob? What does it look like for you? You know, I, I admire Kurt's um, rhythm of abiding and I'm kind of in awe of it. He is, he is so consistent with it. And um, I'm, I'm wired differently. I cannot, like, I cannot do the same thing every day. You know, Kurt will sit in the same chair. I think there's something grounding to that. But for me, I found um, I, it was really drying up. I have to move around. I have to, to do different things. Uh, I do, I carry around scripture with me uh, and, and it doesn't matter. I might be in that same scripture for a few days, a few weeks. Uh, I just um, stay in it and, um, and keep um, going through it. Um, I, um, I started praying, I started praying a prayer about a year ago um, that is partly it's some scripture, it's some traditional prayers, but some things to just um, center me in the morning and to remind me of who God is and my place. And, um, and that has, um, that really um, helps me. And, um, and I listen to, I listen to scripture through the, um, through, I use the daily audio Bible where they um, read through the scripture because there's something about hearing the, um, the whole word. I think one of the things I have also struggled with in the past is that I'll stay, uh, you know, I love Romans 8. Like I just camp out in Romans 8 and I think, well, that's great. There's so much there, but um, there's, there's this whole Bible. Like what about, and so that kind of gives me this overarching theme and that experience is very different um, but then um, I, I kind of hone in on scripture and, uh, and I have, um, yeah, the, the prayer that grounds me um, and, and I also look into my scripture through, through that yeah. is, um, it's very helpful. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, and as you're, you know, in that relationship of abiding, um, you get to discern and understand God's will. Um, and how does that work for you? Maybe you could even share about how you wound up at that house in Wheaton and how did you together come to unity and understand, well, this is God's will, not yours. So how, how does that work for you guys? That's good. You want to, I, I feel, um, we, we've done a number of, uh, houses since we got married. I have done a lot of renovations and had a lot of, you stayed uh, in the Chicago area the whole time. No, no, we've, no, okay. we had a couple houses in Colorado and, you know, we, so we've, we've bopped around, but, we do like taking something old and, you know, putting a new uh, face on it, if you will. So we tried, Robin tried for a, a year commuting from Lake Four here, and that just wasn't working. You know, the, the commute was too much. So we, uh, we found a house that needed a lot of work. And in retrospect, we probably would have been better off just tearing it down, but we, <laughs> uh, we you know, we, uh, we doubled the size of it. and. You know it's been uh, a challenge but it's it's a lovely home and the more important thing was we uh, we really prayed about it um, and it was it was really serendipitous um, we um, we we really prayed about what was important like what you know what did we need we needed to post to the office 
Um, kids needed to be close to school. Yeah. Um, there were some logistical things that we um, we we brought before the Lord. Um, there's a verse that I've carried with me through all of our moves, which is Acts 17, 26. And he says that he knows the specific place where we will, um, are, where we will live every day of our lives. Yeah. And so I, I would hang on that scripture. And we even, when we, um, when we moved here to Wheaton, um, we had one of um, my colleagues said, you can stay in my house. You can stay there for free. She had just remarried. She said, it's fully loaded. There's, there's no bites on it. Nobody is interested in it. So we were driving down and I get a phone call from her that said the day of the move, the day we were literally driving down. She said, I, I feel awful, but I just got an offer. <laughs> and, wow. <laughs> so, so we said, okay. It was like, okay, God. So what do you think about this God? And, um, and he um, hooked us up with um, the tolls the Toll family, uh, they, they said there's another house across the street that's not going anywhere. It, it kind of had a musty smell. Um, so we got to live in there. And it was such a blessing to be across wow. the street and have our families have that. We just experienced some really wonderful um, community together and it was really sweet. And then we just prayed and this house, um, we met with someone, it, it was off the market, it was about to go on the market. And um, when we were thinking of what we wanted to ask for a price, we had, in fact, I think we talked to Rich about this. Yeah, yeah. And our, um, it was the same as a previous address of ours of a home that was really sweet. And it was like, and, and it just went like everything, like, you know, God just opened the doors and we had unity on it. And it was, it was super, it, yeah, it was just wonderful. And it's, um, it's been a real, it's yeah it's been wonderful being here yeah yeah and when you uh you know you make this uh, statement which is we understand it you had unity on it what did that mean you had unity on it how does that what does that look like for you guys <clears throat> well i can i'm i've always been pretty independent and uh to my own uh, uh chagrin but i what i've found through unity i'm always better when i go to robin and ask her what do you think of this situation here's what i intend to do what does god put on you on your heart mm -hmm. what do you think and if she affirms me then i really know wow this is great and i suddenly i have something to really exalt in and when she redirects me thinking oh my then you start i see i start seeing it from her perspective i would have done this that would have been wrong that would have been wrong that would have been wrong and so then i i have the thankfulness because i didn't make the wrong decision so it's not that I can't make a decision on my own, but I'm better, we're better uh, when we're doing them together. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have peace. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Kurt can, if Kurt really wants something, he can, uh, it can be, it, and it's really something more in the past. It, it's not, and I think it's partly because for, for because both of us have, have, have changed, um, but, um, he, I would let him, he would steamroll and I would let him steamroll. <laughs> and I, and we both learned that, hmm, this isn't so good. Yeah. And, um, I need to, to have my voice and I need to keep, um, pushing that voice until, uh, we, we both, we, you know, where, where we both hear and it might take more time, but 
Um, yeah. 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 It's worth it, right? Because that's where God commands the blessing. It. Yeah. 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 So, um, we're, we're, how do you guys handle that? You just said it takes more time. So, in other words, don't act yet until I confirm it. Uh, what you said, what is God saying? We got peace, we got confirmation. How are you able to be willing to take more time as opposed to, and I know, I know Kurt is like me, is like, come on, let's, let's, get, this, <laughs> let's get this done. And, uh, and I see it, let's go, you know, and that's a struggle for guys, particularly the uh, uh, guys like us. So how do you, how do you guys uh, process that to say, yeah, you know what, we're not there yet, it's okay, it's okay. <clears throat> I, I'm finding to be in this relationship with the Lord, usually if it's, if he's trying to slow me down, then it's, it's usually him. If it's for, if I'm gonna spend more money on something, it's usually him because I could be a real uh, tightwad. And it's just, <laughs> it's just funny. Like I bought Robin a, a 20th anniversary uh, necklace and you know, I didn't want to spend that much, but I just felt, I just felt the Lord, you know, okay, go there. And, and she loves it. So yeah. it's just, you know, when it's, uh, when you have his blessing and I'm learning, it's not, nothing has to be decided today. And if it's tomorrow or it's next week or next month, there's always a lesson to be learned in this waiting period. So I'm slowing down reluctantly, but I'm, I'm, I'm following it too. And it's been very fruitful. Yeah. That's neat. Robin, anything else you want to add there about that? No, I, I think it's, it's mostly, it's a lot of it is experience at this point and knowing that, uh, you know, it, it so often feels like we have to, we have to make a decision right away. It's either this or this, and there are deadlines. And we've experienced so many times when there are only these two options and they have these deadlines that God will bring in a third way that we never saw. And it's amazing. It's, it's just the coolest thing when, when we see that happen and it's happened many times. Yep. Yep. And you can obviously see like with your house, for example, that God, like you said, you know, you could have done this and I know I stopped that. I blocked that. And how about this? And then, and then you found that house, which is fabulous. Uh, how is the, how has been your experience with the house? How is, how, how, I think you've been there, you said six years now. Yeah. It was interesting. We would, you know, we had bought this house, but we, we knew we were going to gut it. So we weren't going to, we were going to move into this rental. And as it turned out, the other rental uh, was so convenient and it's, it's beautiful. So um, it's, it, we're the ninth house from the big park here in Wheaton. The kids can, we can walk to the college uh, for concerts and things. Um, they can walk downtown. They can walk to grade school, walk to middle school, walk to the high school from our house. So it's really a, a central place. And well, I think one of the, one of the things that we never saw when we um, when we bought the house, it's the houses here are very um, the the lots are small and they have the the separate garages and it, it's very but you get to know your neighbor as well. Yeah. People are all out walking their dogs, but we said, well, we want a fire pit. Where do we put the fire pit? And we don't have a backyard, so the only place we could really put a fire pit was there's the sidewalk and then there's some trees and then. So it's really right off of the, the sidewalk. And we put a fire pit there and it's become a, a place where the neighbors gather. Oh, cool. Well, now we I just love that. Neighbors and say, 
you know, Burmell's fire pit, you know, no. come on over. <laughs> and it, it's really been this um, great place to build community mm. um, for our neighbors. And we didn't see that when we were coming into it. Yeah. 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 And uh, as you're, uh, are you pretty well done now, uh, Kurt, remodeling it all? Is it, is it pretty well done or you still got more to oh, go? Yeah. Uh, just little little projects here and there, but it's yeah, hanging it's, pictures. Yeah, hanging pictures is now our yeah. <laughs> so, and that's, it's, that's it's a great awesome. that's a great picture you got behind you there. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I love if you don't mind backing up just a little bit. Something you said, Robin, you were talking about when y'all were, were talking about learning to go to Unity, that you initially um, were ten, had a tendency to let him steamroll you. And I think that that is something as a woman that that's a common thing I hear a lot. And so I'd love to hear you share a little bit about how God brought you through that and and kind of walked you into confidence in in sharing your voice and really submitting and surrendering to both your husband and the Holy Spirit while learning not to be steamrolled. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot to be learned in that. So I'd love you to share if you don't mind a little bit about your journey on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I guess what comes to mind is uh, because we, we've we done a lot of home renovations and Kurt had an expertise in that. He had, he had managed properties and he just knows all of that. Yep. That I um, that was an area where he had expertise. I really didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, and so um, he would make decisions and I would I would throw in some ideas and then he would override those ideas and we would move forward. But then down the road, um, sometimes, you know, I would look back and think, why didn't I stand up more? Or, I, you know, and I'd say to, to Kurt, I think sometimes we'd say, oh, I guess we maybe should have done that. So it's just that whole idea. And it, it, it I learned to say, you know, I need to stand up because it will be better for both of us if, if I find my voice in this. So I would start preparing him, you know, uh, just say, you know, when we're going through this, I'm going to throw in some ideas and let's pray about them before we let's, you know, let's process this together. And so I, I think that's, you know, there were some, some of those like bigger stakes, I guess that mm -hmm. uh, helped us to help me to find my voice and help Kurt to listen. Right. Yeah. And that's something that, that the Holy Spirit will produce in you as, as you want to, yeah. as your heart was to actually surrender and to step into what God's best is. Um, I know that's something that Dan and I both have, have worked through too. I was one to just kind of, you know, I, I'm an, a conflict avoider. And so yeah. I would, I would squelch my ideas sometimes. And God really had to teach me the same thing. Really, um, no, I'm laying this on your heart because together I'm going to bring you to the solution and it will be best, but I need you to participate. Um, yeah, and, and so I... it was something he, he was teaching me to trust his voice speaking to, to me and yeah. to assert that, you know, that's so good because sometimes I would think, no, that's okay. I really don't want to speak up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to speak up. No, I don't. Right. Want you know? Right, yeah. right, and, and so yeah, yeah. And as you uh, as you describe it, you said you know I find my voice. Um, then the world can take that is oh okay well then I'm going to get what I want. No, you're when you say I found my voice, it's contributing truth 
to the process with a, both of yes. you having a heart, and you said it, Kurt, and you said it, Robin, it's way better <laughs> if we just get God's answer together uh, yes. through the peace, confirmation, and but... Uh, and like you're saying, suggesting Kathy is, and this is true of a lot of marriages, and it was, certainly was true of Linda and me, and I know uh, early with Kurt and Robin is, uh, dominant guys can, you know, and you use the word steamroll, is like, let's just go, go do it, you know, and, and you kind of learned, well, it might as well, you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, so when you say sound your, uh, found your voice, uh, talk just briefly about as we're as we finishing up here uh, the heart behind that. What what when you say I, I need to express my voice, but there's a heart behind it. What what does that mean uh, that uh, you do that? Well, it it I think sometimes it would be easier for me not not to speak up. Yeah, and you know, and yeah, and even knowing that it could lead to resentment, right? It could lead to other things. Well, that's okay. That's just the way it is. It's resigning to yes. live. This is this is the way it is. And uh, and maybe if that's the way it is, but it's not the way it was meant to be. And and I had to I had to 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 trust and um yeah. Yeah, and you're hard of uh as you speak your voice, your heart is what you behind it is you want to seek God's will. You really want to know God's will. Knowing uh, that's best. Knowing yeah. that, well, let's go there. Let's get there. So Kurt's got to speak up. You got you got to speak up. Find your voice as a couple. Together, you'll discover God's will. And as you describe with your house, is it's spectacular and everything about it. Even even hey, by the way, I know something. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you do a fire pit. And it's gonna be a neighborhood community issue that I want you to to receive and live in. I've got, that's my, my plan at that. Like you said, Robin, that place and all about that place, you know, so it's uh, it's beautiful. Well, yeah. I think there's a humility in it too, because yeah. it, it was, uh, it, it was about um, seeing that I needed to, um, that it wasn't about me, you know, saying, this is what we're going to be. It would, it would be saying, Hey, you know, I'm thinking, this can we just pray about this yes. and can we pray about or you know getting to a neutral place yes yes that's a really yeah that's an use. important part right yeah are, are we both neutral on this mm -hmm. and are we both open to because god's way is the best and none better yeah. yep and yeah. I think when, as we learn that, we recognize, and part of the reason that we press into it is we recognize the gift that God has given us in each other. Yeah. And then as we're on the same team working towards um, seeking God for his best, we we get to walk in the fullness of what he had. And there's freedom from resentment. There's freedom from regret. There's freedom from fear even of stepping in because we're on the same team walking with God into what he has for us. And there's a whole new place there that I think a lot of people don't even recognize the beauty of the gift, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, we, uh, we've really loved having you guys. Really good catching up and uh, it's exciting. Uh, see about your daughter and your kids and it'll be fun to see where she goes to college. And, uh, right. Sounds like she's going to be some uh, superstar scientist somewhere. <laughs> uh, so that'll, that'll be fun. So it's great catching up and uh, thank you so much for sharing just your heart and, and uh, the expression of, of that, of what it means to walk with God. And we're so appreciative. And 
Uh, we'll uh, we'll love to. We're going to try to, as people we have on, we're going to try to circle back, you know, in, in several months in the future, have you have you back on and say, okay, catch us up now on what has happened next. Uh, because uh, now you're becoming, uh, all of us are becoming family, so to speak, and uh, people love hearing that. So we're, we're looking, we're, we'll look forward to that, Absolutely. having you back. And so Kathy, okay. we'll, uh, tomorrow will be uh, End Times Friday, and then we'll... Uh, uh, pick up our, our series on, uh, I think it's refreshing coming up, uh, abiding refreshing coming up next. Yes. So. Yep. Yep. So. Thanks so much. Yeah. I love to Linda. I do. Yeah. We'll say uh, <laughs> Linda. we got, we got to get together and, uh, she's as, she's, <laughs> she's as funny as ever. So she's, <laughs> yes, she is. She is. She is. Thank you so much right. for joining us, everyone. And it was great okay. to meet you, Kurt and Robin. And, um, to our audience, um, as always, if you found today encouraging, it's always so fun to hear other people's stories and just to see God exalted. Um, so be a friend and tell a friend and share the podcast with others. Uh, yep. Looking forward to what we have tomorrow. Yep. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you soon. All right. Love you. Bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.